anybody else wants to come with me, this moment will be the moment of something real and fun and inspiring. And we will do it together. Hello and welcome to Cruising Together, the show that is real, the show that is fun, the show that is inspiring. And we will do it together. We're doing it together. And what are we doing together? We are chronologically... Cruising. We're cruising, yes. Cruising. We are chronologically watching the movies of Tom Cruise. In order. In order. That's Yes, chronologically. I am one of your hosts, Greg Schiegel. I'm your other host, Chris Jeruso. And you're looking at your phone already. Is there something on that phone that we should be aware of? Oh, man. You wouldn't believe the sort of things that this phone can do. <laughs> oh, man. It can connect to the internet. Yeah. I can uh, zoom in and out of things with this phone. But you're looking at using it. My... Are you in anticipation of something? No. Okay. So, uh, normally we're joined but, by a guest. But I can like zoom in on images with this phone. That's great. Just with the touch screen. That's great. I can zoom right in. I can zoom out. <laughs> right. I can swipe. I think we should hold that thought because... Okay. I, I think I see where you're going with this. <laughs> okay. I think we should introduce our guest. Now, normally we have a guest. We have a person on. We're joined by a, another person yes. to talk about these movies. And we pride ourselves on the diversity we do. of our guests. There's only been our pilot episode and then All the Right Moves. We didn't have a guest. We didn't have a person. And this is now, we don't have a person, but we have a guest. Well, that's, that's true. And this, this is man, very... This, mis- this mystery... This is very special. Although... I guess if people have uh, downloaded... Our guest is waving us to, like, get on with it. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't blame him. We're, we're really drawing this yeah, out. Yeah, we're drawing it out. But this is... It's not a drawing. Our guest is not a drawing. No, we have not drawn him. No, we do draw. We're both cartoonists. Yeah. Our guest is not. He's not. However... Our guest is a non-human, non-drawing. Any guesses, audience? Anybody say it out loud now. They're going to know just when they download the thing by the... No. I don't not, put the name not, of the guest on the oh, thing. Oh, you don't? No. It's just going to say cruising together number, I think it's 24. I think I know what the guests... I, I think I know what the guesses are going to be at this point then. Name me what one of the guesses would be. Ghosts. Let's watch this. Guest, are you a ghost? No. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Should we do this 20 question <laughs> style? I don't know if we need to do 20 of them. I am not a ghost. You're also not a human. Is that accurate? That is correct. Are you a... But you are Jewish. Yes, I'm Jewish. <laughs> you don't have to be human to be Jewish. That's right. That's true. Can a ghost be Jewish or do ghosts all go to, to heaven? Well, well, you know, Jew, Jewish people die and maybe they become Jewish ghosts if they have unfinished business. I don't know the laws of ghosts. You're asking the wrong per, uh, guy. Yeah, you wouldn't be a person. You <laughs> yeah. are a guy, though. Not, not per, well, you know, I'm not a human, but, but the, the person... Maybe the the definition of person that's, is loose. That's a fair point. Let's and, introduce yeah. our. We apologize. Guest. Well, let's get into this. By let's first say welcome to the show, Wally Wackerman. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me, guys. It's great to be here. I'm very excited. We are thrilled to have you. It's great to have you. Uh, you're here to talk about the movie Minority Report, mm-hmm. starring Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah. I watched. It. I was a little confused. I thought it would be about you know. You know, as a Jew and a puppet, uh, I'm, I'm a member of two minorities, and I thought it would be about, you know, reporting on how you're discriminated against by, you know, the majority. But there was something totally different. It, totally. You didn't think it might have been a reporter who was a minority? 
Okay, I could, I could go in all sorts of ways, I suppose. Wait, now, so, Wally, you just said that you're a puppet. I don't think we had mentioned that you were a puppet. Did we? Uh, <laughs> Which is fine. Wally Wackman is a puppet. Yeah, hey. Uh, Mystery solved. <laughs> There's are, your you answer, are, folks. So would you say you're a, like, how would you describe yourself if you had to fill out a form, like if you were getting a driver's license? Purple. Purple, <laughs> okay. Would you talk about what you're made of? Would you say I'm felt? <sighs> Again with the felt. That, this is some great common misconception. I'm not sure where it originated. This but is why we want to get to the, to the bottom of it. It seems that everyone, you know, the, the common man, the layman, and woman, to be fair. You said layman or lame man? Well, both if they don't know the answer, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Thinks that, oh, you know, puppets are felt. And, oh, look, Muppets, Jim Henson's uh, felt characters. And oh, speaking of which... Uh, we're having fun, but uh, I got. I, I, I do have to say before I go further, we're recording this on May sixteenth, on uh, two thousand fifteen. Yeah, you won't hear it then because it's not a live show. So you're hearing it at some point in it's the future. It's almost like we're doing a precog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Hearing it at some point in the future, maybe you're hearing it in the year the movie takes place. For all we know, the the, the cruising together could live on for for eternity if if the uh, technology supports it. But. Uh, Recording on May 16, 2015, today is sadly the 25th anniversary of the passing of Jim Henson. Is it really? Yeah, can you believe it? No. I cannot believe I it. I can't believe it. The that world has weird... been without... Uh... I would have guessed 10 years. Yeah, time flies. I wouldn't have guessed. I would have guessed that today was that day. That's the weird coincidence. 1990. Yeah. World lost a creative genius. And, you know... In fairness, I wouldn't exist without him. He, did, he didn't build me. I'm not an official Muppet creation. No one under that company built me. But, I, you know, him and the people who work with him and what they inspired, you know, he's I'm like, part of that. He's like the godfather of all puppets. Sort of. I mean, puppetry is one of the oldest art forms yeah, in the Chris, world. Yeah, have you ever heard of shadow puppets? <laughs> I'm sorry. He's not like the godfather of all puppets. Well, he kind of is in ways. Okay, because, but, then but I, he's also... I stand corrected. He is the godfather of all puppets. But he wasn't Italian. Look, we can go back and forth on this all night. All night. It's daytime. He's not I know the, that's how far oh, we can go with it. He's not the godfather. In a yeah. way, to, oh. to a good majority of people working in puppetry these days, he probably is. But puppetry as an art goes back thousands of years. So to the, to the bigger point, are you... I mean, some people don't like to talk about their weight. Some people don't like to talk about their age. Are you... Do you talk about what you're made of? Well, yeah, yeah. If anyone knows me, I'm a self-aware puppet. We're talking about me being a puppet. I'm not, you know... A, an animal character or just a guy who happens to be a puppet. Well, Greg, Greg and I know that we are made of uh, bone and sinew, yeah, uh, blood and skin. Right. 70% water or something? We're not entirely made really? of Really? I think humans are you are like less, uh, a cucumber? Well, yeah, I th- yeah. Like a cucumber. Or celery? I think, I think it's 95% water <laughs> humans are, are yeah. made of. Carbon, I think, is part of it. That's why it's good to stay hydrated. So what are you made of? But yeah, so my, my uh, composition... Mostly inside, I'm foam. I'm foam, uh, sure. foam. And uh, then that's been covered in this fleece. It's um, fleece. It's yeah. not felt. It's yeah. fleece. But to, in fairness, um, the stuff that makes up my mouth is, is, a, is a felt. So I have some felt on me, but people just write it off like, oh, yeah, those crazy felt characters. Felt is not the majority of what the majority of puppets wow. are made of. Choose right? your words carefully. Think next time, people. Yeah, so speaking seriously. Of, speaking of words, and you don't have to say what they are. But are there, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Epithets for puppets? Are there things people can call puppets? Like, that's an insult. Do not use that word. I don't know about specific uh, words, but, you know, people use the word puppet as a pejorative, talking about other people who they think have been manipulated. In that's some true. Way. Yeah. So it's, it's insulting to us true puppets 
that people use it derogatorily, if that's a word. I think derogatorily might be a word. If yeah. it isn't, it is now. And there are jokes to be made, too. Simple, dumb jokes. Uh, I was at actually one of the conventions where I saw you guys. Um, and I was talking with, uh, funny enough, another puppet. And uh, he was doing a bit for this thing. I forget what it was. Some, some <laughs> online web magazine or something. And the guy talking to the puppeteer who, you know, I don't, I'm not name dropping, but, uh, you know, not like I know him especially well, but this was this guy, Rick Lyon, who was on Broadway with Avenue Q and worked with the Muppets for years. And he was doing a bit with some costume superhero reporter guy talking to people at the con about their con experience and making jokes about them and stuff. And I'm a puppet, so I go up to, hey, it's another puppet. <laughs> and the, it, the, the puppeteer himself wasn't too keen on this, but the guy who was, I guess, in charge told him to make a joke about, you know, hey, you have a hand, you know, where, you know, up. Uh, hey, did you realize you have a hand up your blank? Sure, you know? a classic lame joke. Exactly. Couldn't have said ha- it better total, myself. Total hack. Yeah, yeah. And, and the puppeteer was like, really? Because he tried at first the different line reading. He's like, I didn't really want to go that, that lame old route. And he's like, no, no, that's the route to go. So he's like, all right. Yeah, that's, 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 I think the only puppets that can get away with that are ventriloquist dummies making wood jokes. Right? Oh, oh. Whoa. <laughs> I, I, I think you just uh, threw out another hacky line. No, right. but I think that's the whole premise of a ventriloquist is that there's that insult back and forth. That's almost part of the routine is to make those jokes. Maybe. I'm not a fan of that. Family-friendly kind of character is what I am. All I'm saying, I didn't, listen, wood is a material just like foam and felt. We know where you're going with it. No. Get your head out of the gutter, Sheagle. Greg, what are you? about lumberjacks? Talking about fireplaces? So you think that a ventriloquist uh, will reference the fact that he's got a hand? No, I'm saying a ventriloquist might say, hey, if you keep acting up, I'm going to feed you the wood chipper. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Now whose but heads are in the gutters? All you guys thinking think, about wieners. <laughs> I think you just answered your question. <laughs> you came wow. up with that wood chipper line to work yourself out of the hole you dug yourself Listen, into. Listen, I'm just saying. I'm minority Report, Tom Cruise. I'm with Wally on this one. <laughs> well, listen. Speaking of wood, Minority Report. <laughs> Speaking of wood. <laughs> Quite a segue. Minority Report. That's the movie we're talking about today. And as we like to start the shows these days, Wally, let me bring you up to speed. We do sure, a, a sure. round-robin plot recap. Sorry, is, is it picking, is it picking yeah. me up? Okay, I wasn't sure if I was coming through, if I needed to talk. Uh, hello, hello. All right. You're fine. I have you tuned up a little, and I can always turn you up in post. Okay. Thanks. We do something. We do a round-robin plot recap. And uh, right. we're going to go into that segment right now. So here's how this works. I like that song. Thanks. Catchy. You, you know, know, the Muppets covered that on the Muppet Show. Do you show. know that song? Uh, you just yeah, said the Muppets Robin. covered it on the Muppet Show, man. They're all up in a tree. And animals going, tweet, 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 tweet. You do an almost perfect impression of Animal. <laughs> well, I'm no Frank Gods, but I do what I can. So, Wally, you are a fan of the Muppet Show, then? Well, yeah, they're you know the Muppets are like the, the you know the royalty of my people. So, wait, hold on, you just mentioned Frank Oz. So you you are so self aware that you are even aware of other puppets. Oh yeah, I know, I know persons. the deal. I know how puppets work. I know who's who's working them and that sort of stuff. So when you, so the person working them, you refer to that as the puppets person. You could say that a puppeteer. Okay, puppeteer, sure. Performer. So the person working you right now, you refer to that person as what? You know, 
He's my dude. Okay, my dude. That's great. My human, yeah. Okay, you're human. That's what I feel like I've heard you say. Sure. Um, so let's recap this movie. Round robin plot recap. So here's how it works. Each of us says a sentence, and we move the plot along until we recap the plot of this movie. Nice broad strokes. We've been getting a little too detailed lately, so we want to pull back a little bit. Oh, brother. And sort of just get... Where are thou? No, that's, that's a whole that's different Cohen movie. Brothers. Tom Cruise isn't even in that no, movie. No, yeah, sorry, but I But could, could one of the sense. people from that movie is in this movie. That, that is true. Hashtag crossover. Whew. Well, I've got thoughts about crossovers in this movie, but All right, hey, hold we'll those get to thoughts. that. First, we'll get to that. First, let's talk about the movie before we start talk, crossing these movies over. Chris. Yes. Do you want to start us off? It's the year 2054. Wait, wait. Ready? Go. It's the year 2054. Well, that's your first sentence. I got to pick it up from there. No, no, no. No, it'll come to, it'll come to me and then it'll go to you, Wally. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. My wheels are spinning. It's the year 2054. We live in a future where crime can now be seen and predicted. Predicted and seen. Predicted and stopped before it can happen. There is a police force in Washington, D.C.? I think so. D.C. area? I believe so. That uh, is devoted to precog crime where they stop murders before the murders can take place and then they arrest those people for murder even though they have been prevented from committing the murder. Period. John Anderton, played by Tom Cruise, is one of the pre-crime cops... And he uses his funky screen to see footage that is telegraphed by the precogs to solve these crimes before they are committed. And as it happens, a crime is detected and Tom Cruise is the murderer, period. John Anderton, right? Right, yeah, John Anderton. <laughs> not, not the, not, this is not where there's a dual reality and Tom Cruise is a character no. in this movie. No, John Anderton is... The accused murderer, period. Okay, and from there, he's all like, what the heck's going on? What? Me? No, couldn't be. So he's now, he's he's in their headquarters when he sees this. And so he's like, I gotta get out of here. I gotta amscray. So he basically is on the run and uh, having to hide in this futuristic technology where your eyeballs are being scanned everywhere you go. And uh, he needs to try to... uh, What's the word when you got to prove yourself innocent? I, uh, on the tip of my tongue, he's got to what himself. You can chime in. <laughs> no. There's a word. <laughs> Exonerate. No, it's, it's something. Like, yeah. I don't know if that's the one. <laughs> I like it. Okay. So he's got to prove he's innocent. <laughs> prove he's innocent. If you want it, you got to end on a period. Yeah. He, oh, oh, he's got to prove he's innocent. No, and then just say you could just say period. <laughs> Wait, did you guys say period? Yeah, yeah, we did. Oh, yeah. Okay, he's on the run, and he has to prove himself innocent. Period. <laughs> Tom Cruise, John Anderton, Mister Anderton. That's right. Visits Doctor Solomon, some shady street surgeon, to get a new pair of eyeballs put in. So that he can escape uh, detection via eye scan. Period. With his new eyes, 
he takes one of the precogs, Agatha, because he learns about the Minority Report, which is when one of the precogs sees a different future than the other precogs, thereby showing that this precog stuff isn't 100% accurate. And now he has his precog, and now they're both on the run. Period. Okay, and also we should mention that during the course of this, uh, the pre-crime division is being under investigation by, you know, a government dude played by Colin Farrell. Danny Whitworth, right? Right. I think that's his name. And so he's like, I want to check in on this thing, see how legit it is, and if we're going to do this whole thing and maybe spread it world or nationwide. So uh, then when, when he gets the vision of himself, John Anderton, this guy's like, oh boy. And he's, he's leading a manhunt against him uh, with, with Anderton's own friends coming after him. And so he, he um, let me think, based on where you left off. <laughs> I just wanted to include that because we hadn't mentioned sure, that yet. Sure, no, that's fine. So um, then he's on the run with new eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's evading his, his friends. And there's some fight scenes, some actions. And he goes to the woman who, like, founded the whole pre-crime thing and the pre-cogs and this to try to find answers. That's where he learned about the Minora Report. And, uh... So he's got to discover... <laughs> what the, yeah, that's before he kidnaps her. We're going back now because you guys missed the stuff because you didn't want to go into... Sorry, deep. Wally. But some of it is important. You're, that's he, true, he you're right. He finds out about the Minority Report that's from true. this woman and it's probably the one scene in the movie that says the titular line more than any other scene. Like, you got to find the Minority Report. What's the Minority Report? It's the Minority Report. How do you find the Minority Report? Agatha has the Minority Report. All right, I got to get out of here and find the Minority Report. But yeah, <laughs> rambling. So so then he goes, that's when he kidnaps Agatha. That we, on, we've covered that, Wally. Yeah, yeah I'm, just, I'm catching up from the stuff we've missed. So he kidnaps Agatha on the run, and he needs to find a way to plug in Agatha because it's in her brain. The, the, her Minority Report is in her brain. So he takes her to this sleazy dude. Who, who, like, runs this fantasy place where you live out your fantasies, and that's where they go to find the Minority Report, period. John Anderton with Agatha in this uh, place that Wally just described. They, su- they successfully download all the information they can from Agatha. Anderton... Wants to know where's the minority report on my on me committing this murder because he doesn't believe that he's going to commit this murder. And Agatha reveals there is no re- minority report. You are going to commit this murder, the murder of a man named Leo Crow. And John Anderton says, "I don't even know who this man is." Period. Turns out, meanwhile, the guy who founded pre-crime. It's a guy named Lamar, old man played by Max von Sydow. And he is presumably on Tom Cruise's side, or John Anderton's side. But we learn, when John Anderton finally meets uh, Crow, that the whole thing was a setup. That this guy Crow was supposed to admit to having stolen or kidnapped John Anderton's son, who went missing. And that's why John Anderton would kill him. But it was all a ruse, and we learn... That this was all set up by Lamar. Period. Right, we learned that because Colin Farrell's character, Whitworth, uh, he says there was... I'm going to phrase it differently. He says there was, uh, let's say, a plethora 
of evidence. He used a different word. Uh, <laughs> Would it be an S-ton? Did he say S-ton? No, I, I think he referred to it as when a whole bunch of people get together and do adult stuff. Okay, got it. <laughs> I remember that now. An O word. Yeah. Yeah. Bingo. And but but I'll say plethora to keep it clean. There were a lot of pictures of, of you know it's, little children. It's a good thing he kept it clean successfully. <laughs> Look, I'm still not going to say the word. It no, could no, be keep, applied. Keep on keep on I'm, trucking, I'm, I'm, Wally. I'm tiptoeing around it. You're doing great. No, I don't have toes. You tiptoed so but, delicately around it that nobody really even knows. Keep trucking, Wally. Nobody has any. So there were a lot of pictures images. of little children in the, where he found Crow, including maybe photo manipulated of what his kid would have looked like at that age. But so it looks like it was too obvious, you know, to be an, a legit thing. The guy would not have had all those pictures there. And then Whitwer brings this to the Lamar guy, Max von Sydow, who promptly shoots him. And now he, right. he can get away with this because with Agatha unplugged from the system, pre-crime is not functioning. So no one predicted him doing this. So he got away clean. No, no pre-crime officers came for him. So he's dead, and uh, Anderton and Agatha are still on the run. What happens next? <laughs> Agatha are st- still on the run, period. <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, anytime hey. you're ready, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm trying to remember. John Anderton is captured and locked up for killing Leo Crow because uh, even though... He discovered the ruse and the setup. Leo Crow still forced Anderton to shoot him, thusly committing suicide in a way that made it seem as though Anderton had killed him, as predicted. Anderton got locked up, period. But wait, there's more. Anderton's wife gets information when she's talking to Lamar. Estranged wife. Estranged wife is able to piece together that Lamar is a criminal who killed Agatha's mom to make sure pre-crime would happen. This was an unsolved case. And it's a very complicated thing we won't get into because it gets too specific. But she realizes this. She goes and gets John Anderton out of this prison and they reveal to the world at the big celebration for national pre-crime that Lamar is the bad guy He's caught, or he kills himself. The cops show up. Pre-crime is ended. The end? Question mark? Period? Are you going to say period? Because I, I, I said, I said I, question mark, so if you have anything... Well, I, I got a little more to add. Yeah, then so take yeah, it to the end. So then, he, you know, uh, at that point, they show up because the pre-crime of him killing John Anderton is what draws him into it. But the big crux of it is... He's telling him he could choose, just like Agatha told him he could choose. So it, it, it shows, the is it predetermined? Do you have free will? And so then he kills himself because he, he has no options. He either kills Tom Cruise's character, John Anderton, and he's a killer and he goes away. Or he doesn't and pre-crime is broken and they get shut down, which is what happens. So it gets shut down. Anderton reunites with his estranged wife. She is expecting a new child and... The pre-crogs go off in a remote island to live happily ever after. Period. And that's it. Chris? That's, that's the end, I Period. think. Period. That's Period. Period's all around. That's round robin plot recap. Nice job, everybody. Yay.
you feeling, Chris? You look like you're winded. I've, I'm so exhausted. You look mentally. like you just ran a, an 8K. No, let me ask, did you say, did you start each one with John Anderton? Because it was a recurring thing, I thought. Was there a sentence you didn't start with John Anderton? Yeah, the first one he said, I don't, Greg, can you, in uh, the year 2054. <laughs> Greg, can you, can you rewind it back and play it back yeah, and find on. out? And then this fellow by the name of John Anderton. So I didn't really start. I, I did kind of lead into okay, it. Okay, and the fellow. Okay. Yeah, the fellow. He's a fellow. But I did mention his name. Sure. It, the movie is about him. Yeah. So the most famous thing I think about this movie is the real high-tech crime detection process of putting on a pair of gloves and waving your hands in the air to fast Like you forward. just don't care. Yeah, like you don't even care. Fast-forwarding, rewinding video, enlarging, and moving things around. Well, what I really thought was, with all of that, everything that's shown in this futuristic sci-fi movie, the most impressive piece of tech was how they make that perfect little ball <laughs> out of wood. <laughs> it's just everything about this thing. It, it's, it's big science seemed... Uh, flawed in that, like, the, instead of discs, it's just pieces of glass. Yeah, so it's funny. Around. They have the virtual thing he's sliding all around, but they still, to transfer well, from one screen to the other, they have to take the plastic glass and move yeah. it. You have to move plastic glass. They have to move these little balls around that come down a rolling thing. It's, it's kind of a... Yeah. And then all their hand motions. A lot of... Yeah, well, you need special gloves <laughs> in order to zoom in and zoom out. Which is really all he does with this stuff. He slides it around a little bit, and then he zooms in. And rewinds and fast-forwards, I think. Yeah, he rewinds and fast-forwards, and he moves things to the side, yeah. and then makes his hand do like a this, and then a that. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's funny. when <laughs> you put it goes like this. <laughs> the sort of things that you could do on a computer with a mouse <laughs> for the last 30 years. Yeah. But um, it's, it's kind of funny because it almost... He was rumored for a while, I think, that they were going to, before Marvel had its own cinematic universe and blew up, people always talked about him possibly being Iron Man. Him being who? Iron Man. Who's Tom, him? Tom Cruise Tom being Cruise. Tom Cruise. You the mean guy Thomas? who's, you know, the focus of this podcast. Hey, listen. I do know. Who, oh, okay. let me tell Here's how much I know about the focus of the podcast. Did you know his full name? Yes, Thomas I did, because I listened Cruise, to a previous Mayfather episode. the fourth. I didn't know that prior to listening to the Legend episode. Yeah, now you know. And speaking of the Legend episode. Oh, boy. We're going backtrack. Uh-oh. I don't want to go too off topic, but you oh. had some harsh words for the Dark Crystal. I did. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I did have harsh words for the Dark Crystal. You Please. were pointing at me with a purple finger. Please, just at least tell me you like Labyrinth. Yeah, I don't dislike Labyrinth. You don't? This I like. haven't seen it in a very long time. All right, give it a shot when you can. I remember, I remember not disliking Labyrinth. I'll take it. I do remember disliking the Dark Crystal. Maybe give that one another shot. No, I've tried. That one's I can't do it, Wally. I'm sorry. There are other movies with puppets uh, I like. Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, Yoda is one, one of my favorite puppets of all time. Yeah, he's good. Present company excluded. Oh, well, I appreciate that. You're welcome. I like a Fozzie Bear. Waka Waka. That's right. I like I, I like uh, Cookie Monster. Cookie Monster's I, amazing. Nom, nom, I relate nom, to nom. him on a very primal, cookies. primal level. Yeah. Cookies are delicious. Huh. I wouldn't There's know. There's nothing better. You wouldn't know. Oh, that's right, because puppets. So, yeah, okay. Let's get into this. Wait, you don't eat cookies? I don't eat anything. What do we... Then... I'm a puppet. What's your fuel? 
<laughs> whatever this guy's got in his arm. <laughs> are you, wait, wait, wait. The are bigger, you digesting? I think, I think we're burying the lead here. Are you suggesting that Cookie Monster's a fraud? No, Cookie Monster is a monster. I am a puppet. All right. I've seen Cookie Monster shovel cookies into his mouth in uh, what can only be described as a cookie-eating frenzy. He's uh, voracious. Frenzy. Uh, plethora. <laughs> no, uh, you're saying a cookie-eating O-word. A cookie-eating oh. plethora. Oh. We'll when a, when a bunch of people get together we're, and do stuff to each other. We're just going to say plethora oh. of cookies is what he'll eat. <laughs> oh, no. You're telling me he's not eating them? Is yes. Just, yes, Chris. Are you he's... telling me that he's just mashing them up and letting them fall out of his mouth? What do you think? All right. Well, I noticed as a child that the cookies fell out of his mouth. Uh-huh. But I thought I was meant to suspend disbelief and assume that he was, in fact, eating all these cookies. And that's exactly what you should do. But now you're telling me for sure that he doesn't eat cookies. I didn't say that. I said I don't eat. I'm not speaking for Cookie Monster. Some puppets eat and some others do not eat. I don't know how many other self-aware yeah, puppets there are who know their puppets fair. and refer, refer to themselves so you as think, puppets. You think Cookie Monster might not Hold be on, Chris. He's a monster. Developed. Hold on, Chris. I don't think it's fair to ask one puppet to speak on behalf of all the other puppets. Just because he's the first puppet we've ever had on the show, you can't have him you be... You think we all look alike too, Chris? Yeah, exactly. What are you now thinking? I was Pe- not asking him to speak on behalf people of all people puppets. He puppets was puppets. Before you so rudely interrupted me, he was Hashtag in the process yes, all puppets. of explaining the differences between various puppets, and he was going to explain that Cookie Monster is a monster, and then... Yeah, yeah, Cookie Monster's a monster, Kermit's a frog, Miss Piggy's a pig, I'm a puppet. Can you So can you have you no species or genus? I'm a puppet, that is my you know, species to speak of. technically Kermit is a frog puppet. Yeah, and within in the confines of his productions, he's a frog. Right, that's true. But you're self-aware. Yeah, and Cookie Monster's a monster who eats cookies. But you're just bare, you're a base baseline puppet. I'm a puppet, and I can and it opens me up to be able to do whatever. You know, I don't have to address my puppethood. And you know, if I were to do a video, I could just be a purple dude. So has yeah. anybody and ever? People know I'm a puppet, but I could skip over the puppet part and just you know be a guy who's having fun with stuff. But I'm not any creature. Or anything like that. Has anyone ever accused you of being a specific kind of puppet? I I think, you know, maybe people thought I looked a little dinosaur-ish. Or um, what one person thought I looked like a fraggle, which I do. I look very fraggle-esque. All right, I can see that. But I'm and, not a fraggle. And you're, are you offended by these claims not, not or accusations? No, or? no I, you know, I see where they're coming. I'm fine. Wally, here's a question. I'm, I'm my own puppet. I know what I am. I have a question for you, Wally. Gotcha. So, there are certain words you're uncomfortable with, certain types of language. What's the worst word you've ever said? I don't really say the words that I'm uncomfortable with, you know. That's what I'm saying. Like, what's the worst? What's the farthest down that dark path you've ever gone? I think think it's plethora. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. We might call someone a jerk. All right, jerk. Whoa. Have you ever said the word poop? I don't believe so. Okay. That seems like the sort of thing you would throw at a puppet. Because it's, it's poop it's sound, yeah, poop it. Look, I wasn't like, even oh. like, right. Like, I see a puppet more like poop it. Oh. You know, like if someone's trying to put you down, I would right. never do that. Right. I wasn't even sure if I should mention the author's name of the the short story this movie's based on, 
because it, be, it could be taken out of context. But I think you'd be saying it in context. Well, yeah, but this is audio. Someone could chop it up, you know. It's true. I could like, chop it up. As like, I, I like could the, edit you know, you've probably seen that Simpsons episode where Homer gets in trouble for talking about the babysitter and then the sweet candy. I don't know if I've seen that one. Chris, it's have you chopped seen that up one? and it's like, you know, candy. Talking about her sweet candy and they cut off the second syllable of candy. Oh, oh so he says, so he refers to candy's sweet can. Something like that. But they were referring to a can of spinach, like Popeye style, right? No. That wasn't the impression I got. Man, you guys, with wood and cans, <laughs> you guys can't just appreciate a thing for what it is, can you? Well, we already established <laughs> that in the, the confines of what we're discussing as far as the Tom Cruise movie, they got these that balls gives Ernie a run for his money. carved out of wood. That's right. Those balls are carved out of wood. Balls and wood. Balls and wood. All right, guys, you're trying just too hard now. Let's <laughs> get back. Oh, then I said that. All I'm. Right. I am not the one that made the decision to use wood balls in the future. I certainly didn't make for that pre-crime. Decision. Still think it's pretty impressive. Those machines yeah. curve them perfectly How about circular. That word pre-crime. Crime that hasn't happened yet. Okay. <laughs> That's what it is. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. could start it out with that song the, what you were just doing taking a break taking a break oh. taking a break from minority report oh, just <laughs> sing the song you were just break singing. me off break me off a piece of that minority report <laughs> give me a break taking a break taking a break with wally whackham and he's not here but he's in the episode yes we're taking a break from our minority report episode with wally Wackerman to do the business that we do when we take a break on these episodes. Like, say, the website is hatterentertainment.com slash cruising, where you can listen to past shows, donate to support the show. And future shows. And future shows. Email us through the website or email us at cruising at hatterentertainment.com. And when I say email us through the website, there's a thing. They'll say email us, and you click that, and it'll take you to a contact page. Yeah. Shoot us an email. Internet. Internet. Just click. Point and click. This is a show that exists on the internet. You can listen to it on that site. You can also listen to it at iTunes. And if you do, and you have an iTunes account, and you know how to review things, review. Yeah, give us five stars. Five stars. And then write a review. I like to suggest to write the word real, fun, and or inspiring. And Chris, you often have an extra word people can work with. How about five stars? Perfect. Five stars. However you want to spell that. I want to see some different spellings spell it, of that. The P-H. Yeah. P-H-T-A-R-S. Right. Yeah. Spells five. Uh, should we... Let's talk about our guests. Yeah. Our guest. Our guest, Wally Wackerman. Wally Wackerman. Uh, he's, got, he's got a lot of... He's got... He's internet, a real puppet. He's got internet presence. And I don't mean things that are wrapped with a bow. On his birthday... I mean... Opens him up. He's on the internet. What are the places we could find them, Christopher? We could find... We could find Wally Wackerman all over the place on the internet, Greg. Would it be any... Like Facebook. Okay. Have you heard of that? I've heard of it. YouTube. You heard of YouTube? I've heard of YouTube. Have you heard of Twitter? So you're like the usual places. The usual places that people go on the internet. And now we can rattle off a bunch of URLs or we could just say, go to those things and type in Wally Wackerman. How do you spell Wackerman? You tell me. 
Well, it's like wacky man. Except not. Except it's spelled W-A-C-K-I. Like wacky man. Right. Wacky Wha- man, wacky I man. instead of Y. Wacky man, yeah. I instead of Y. Like iPhone. Wally, W-A-L-L-Y. Not like the cartoon robot, Wally. Wow. More like Wally, brother of the beaver. Theodore Cleaver. That's right. Teddy Theodore the Beaver Cleaver. Did they ever cover why he was called that? Why they left it to him? Not to so my knowledge. Questions. Why they call him Beaver? And why'd they leave it to him? It's the littlest kid of the whole family. Well, because everybody's just trying to, like, uh, you know, back out on their responsibility. Let the kid do it. Speaking of responsibilities, we're also, res- I feel responsible, we should mention that Wally Wackerman has his own podcast. Yeah, it's on, it competes with us, it's on at the same time. It's on at the same time. But he has fewer episodes, okay. but he's working on it. That's okay. It's called the Wally Wackerman Pupcast. Because it is Wally Wackerman talking to other puppets or people in the puppetry world. So it's pup instead of pod. Right. Cast. Yeah. It's easy to remember, folks. It's clever. It's fun. Not because he's a puppy. We've established he is a purple... He's a puppet. He's a purple puppet. He's a puppet. He's a girl dog. Yeah, he's a puppet. <laughs> exactly. Uh, if no, you are somebody listening to this who is a puppeteer or interested in puppetry, reach out to Wally at all those places we mentioned. Yeah, Facebook, get, Twitter, YouTube. Get a spot on the show. Get a spot on that show. And something important about Wally Wackerman is he didn't just come into being out of nowhere. Didn't he? He has a person. We discussed that there's a person. Wally's a self-aware puppet. He knows there's a person pulling the strings, although there are no strings. And that person... Not on him. Not on him. That person is... Zach Woliner. Zach Woliner. And Zach was nice enough to bring Wally to us so we could have him on the show. Zach has his own videos on YouTube under the username SquiggyMan. S-Q-U-I-G-I-M-A-N. So you can find that in, that stuff on the internet. And there's and one more thing. This guy, man, he's everywhere. Well, here's what's exciting. There's a documentary about Wally Wackerman and Zach Wolner in, I think, a post-production phase. I'm not sure. But there's a trailer for this think documentary. I think it'll be out by the time this, this podcast is out? It doesn't seem likely. But the trailer exists. If you go to flatsquirrelproductions.com. And find the Wacky Man and the Rise of a Puppeteer trailer. Watch that trailer. I'm in that trailer. Me, one of the hosts, Greg Sheagle. He's famous. Also in that trailer, a drawing of Moon Knight, I believe, by another host. The host of me. The host The host of, of me. The host of he. Yeah, there's a little sketch on the wall behind him. A wee sketch on the wall. That was pretty cool to see that. I, I agree, man. That's as famous as I've ever been. Well, you're the more wait. famous. You're. It's actually you talking on the trailer. This is more. This is our fame right here, cruising together, cruising. my well, man. You know, at cruising show, is the Twitter handle, right here. I, I, I was waiting for such a boast until after we have the we released the episode where we spoke to Tom Cruise himself. Well, we Oops. don't want to. Hey, easy, slow, your roll. Spoilers. So I'll plug that about myself. I'll also say, if you go to HatterEntertainment.com, 
without the cruising. You can see a bunch of other stuff I've done. And at PixComic.com, you can buy my graphic novel, Picks One Weirdest Weekend. And if you enter in the coupon code at checkout, cruising, you will save 15% on the print, digital, or print, digital, combo, pack, edition. But you could also buy it on Amazon. Get it all, folks. Or at your local comic book shop. Support your local comic book shop. Tell them you want the book. It's good. It's a good thing. Chris, what do you got? ChrisGComics.com, my website. Enough said. Let's get back to the Minority Report. And cruising with Wally. I mean, is there anything else you want to cover? That's, I think that about covers it. All right, so everybody, as you're listening, put your glove on. Raise your hand to the air. Start moving images across just glass move, surfaces. Move it wasn't even the air. It's not even like the air like an Iron Man. That's right. It's it was up against a, yeah. a thing. It's like all this just like a big pane of glass. Yeah, so just slide on your on your device. Don't slide anything. We're going to have to just... We'll slide for you. Body slide by two. Body slide by two. We're back. Ready for round two. Jed, what's coming? Double homicide, one male, one female. Killer's male, white, 40. Set up a perimeter and tell them we're en route. I'm placing you under arrest for the future murder of Sarah Marks. Give the man his hand. Future murder. Future can be seen. All we have to run future out of the images they produce. We see what they see. So when these precogs are in there, the it is going back to hell I don't eat or anything like that, how do, how do they eat? How do they take care of their, their bodily needs? Those precogs are like total slaves. The nerd guy injects them with stuff. But that's like, you know, minerals and stuff like that. But like, you still gotta eat, right? Things are different in 2054. Can you say something, yeah, yeah, things are different. You're in a lot of trouble, John. You can predict the future. In my that says murder. Well, not everybody can. You don't have to chase me. From 20th Century Fox. This does look like Slave One. Right? Yeah. Those ships yeah. look like Boba Fed ships. The cha- the ship and then he looks like he's playing Super Mario Brothers 2, jumping on the waterfalls with that. That one part. And, and how did uh, Colin Farrell's character know how to manipulate the things all of a sudden? He's this government dude. He puts on the gloves and he's an it's expert. It's almost as if it's like an easy thing that anybody could do. You tell me, who was it set this up? I don't know. How about now? By the way, no way could anybody have set that up. Everybody. Talking about man. I'm talking about that part was cool. Framing him. Swirly gun. Oh, yeah. What was it shooting? Just like some weird bio <laughs> force. Cannon. Yeah. And those little drones, little spiders. Uh, didn't, didn't Doc Ock, when he was Spider-Man, have things like that? Oh, that's, that's true. He did. Drawing crime. He did. Predicted that, too. Some, some accurate predictions. Would that be an accurate prediction? Would that be the person writing and drawing Spider-Man ripping off Minority Report? Ooh. Ooh. Hey, 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 hey. Slot burn. <laughs> All right, Dan Slot and Humberto Ramos. You heard it here. Yeah. You've been called out. You've been burned. Oh, Dead going, silence. Fantastic. Going nice back job. to Marvel, I was going to say, I don't think I got it out before, where he's moving the screens and all. That almost looks like it could have given us a preview of what it might have been if Tom Cruise became Iron Man, as he was rumored to be for a while. That's right. You did say that. <laughs> I forgot you said that, because then I got like, who are you talking about? And then I was like, that's his full name. Thomas Cruise made part of the And form. then you got into the toilet talk. Hey, speaking of Lamar Burgess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Were we? The director of pre-crime who framed 
John Anderton. Yeah, played by the, Max von Sydow. For the murder of Leo Crow. Yeah. There's no way that could have been... Fr- there, there's no way you could have set that up. Why well, not? maybe he didn't okay. know. Maybe he thought there's a way to plant uh, right. thoughts here's, in their heads. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm Lamar Burgess. I want to frame John Anderton. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Here's, here's my plan. I'm, I'm, I'm going to hire a guy who needs a lot of money for his family, who's willing to die for his family. Yeah. Make sure, like, listen, if you take the hit for this, if you, if you let John Anderton kill you, I will make sure that your family is provided for for the rest of their lives. Right. Okay, what do I have to do? Okay, well, here's what you're going to do. You're going to sit in this hotel room. Uh, we're going to put a whole bunch of pictures of, like, little kids. One of those pictures is going to be a kid. Is going to be the son, the deceased missing son of John Anderton. And then you are going to confess to having abducted and killed him. Right. And he's going to get him so furious he's going to kill you. Right. Like, oh, okay. So how's he going to find out I'm here? Um, well, uh, I don't know. No, because you're missing the whole thing is that John sees himself kill this guy. That's what gets him set on the path to find him. Yeah, but it, it's a it, self-fulfilling prophecy. Bingo. No. Oracle of Delphi, baby. It doesn't work. The math doesn't work. The 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 bigger problem is technically it's a it's a crime the, of passion. The, the first thing that happens, which is, is the red is ball. this guy is this guy. Oh yeah, this there's guy a, gets, there's a plot point. Yeah, really. The first thing that happens is that Burgess gets puts this room and puts all the evidence in there and puts the guy in there. Step there's, one. There is nothing to put Tom Cruise on his trail. Fair point. This movie sucks. Well, the way to put him on a trail <laughs> That's is, enough by, for tonight, folks. is by him seeing himself because he's the pre-crime big dude. But, but what, yeah, it's, but it is Chris a crime is saying, of passion. But Chris, there's A, the crime of passion, so they wouldn't know that far in advance. And B, he has to be set on that path to find the room to begin with. He doesn't even know Leo Crow. He doesn't even know Leo so Crow. So it's, it's like a paradox. He has to see himself on that path to put himself on that path. <laughs> yeah. So it's a big, you know, kill your grandfather thing. Yes. Yeah, and there's no way to engineer making him see him murdering somebody that he doesn't know that's true oh but, uh, but for, the other the other trick that they did with it was like the the fake echo like that works for yeah, me that, that works that that, that's pretty neat yeah which Agreed. is why it's disappointing which we didn't really get into in the recap much because we wouldn't we didn't want to oh, go look, we were going too far yeah we we're going you, plot we we're you know okay well it was it's still part of the plot of, of why he he needed to be taken down the big bad guy yeah i suppose but either way, we can get to that. But but Lamar Burgess murdering Anne Lively, the mother of Agatha, and all of the precogs. Dude, you're getting bogged down in details, Agatha. bro. I think it was just Agatha's mother. Yeah, it's just I Agatha. They, I thought they were all no. like brother sister. No, I think there's twins, and then there's Agatha. Uh, I think Wally is 100% right. Uh, I think I'm right, too. Okay. Regardless, Anne Lively was murdered. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. <laughs> Nailing it every time. Never getting it wrong. Well, did you guys enjoy this movie? It's a fun movie. I enjoyed it for the most part. I had some. There were some. There were some things I didn't particularly love. Well, can, before we go further, and this is also kind of too late retroactively, but your audience knows there's spoilers, right? Because we didn't say anything, but we know they know no, coming in. No, we was, try generally. We try never to spoil anything. But you you movies. summarize the plot. We summarize everything that happens in the movie, and we talk more about the movie, but we never spoil anything. Okay, so they can come into this and they'll be fine. Yeah, oh, they'll be perfect. They won't. Yeah, they won't miss a, a beat. <laughs> okay, good. Nothing to worry about if you've heard this far into it. You're, I'm sure you're solid, 
And you could see letting people know that Anne Lively was murdered (laughs) by Lamar Burgess and that John Anderton was framed by Lamar Burgess Burgess to kill Leo Crow and that uh, he also kills Danny Whitwer. And how everything ends up. That doesn't spoil anything. And how how everything ends up and pre-crime is disassembled and the... uh, the precogs are taken away to an island, and he remarries his wife and has well, a baby. I will, I will correct the record. They're not on an island. They're in a cabin, like in a barren, wooded area. I don't I think. Thought, it's a, I thought they were on. I thought Chris, the cabin was in an island. Is it an island? island? Uh, a series of islands, or something like they, that. They, they uh, are archipelago. The, they are on the coast of some waters. However, in my research, they, I think they do say that it's an island somewhere. Would you say? Hundred percent right again. Would you say it was an archipelago? I don't really remember what that word means. How about a peninsula. It's a it's a group of islands. Hawaii is an archipelago. Oh, perhaps then. I believe the Philippines is an archipelago. How about a continent? I think they're on a separate continent. Indonesia? Yeah, but it's small. So small you could call it an I island. don't think Indonesia is a continent. It isn't. There's only seven, five continents, right? I think seven. The seven, island? five oceans. Something like that. Seven continents. Australia. North America. Are we playing continent count? South America. Asia. Four. Europe, five. Africa, six. Antarctica, seven. Nailed it. Did you, you say did. Australia? I did. I started with Do you remember Florida? <laughs> <laughs> I included that with North America. Okay. Can you name all the oceans? Who's going to do the oceans? Not interested. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I could do it. Atlantic, Pacific. Look, we two. know you're a smarty pants, Greg. Indian, you prove your three. point. Arctic, four. What's the fifth one? Oh, that's the question. Antarctic. I don't. Th- is there an Antarctic Ocean? What would you call all the water down there? I think that's part of the Atlantic, Pacific, and Indian. They just go down. The Indian Ocean reaches all the way down. I don't to know Antarctica. I know continents. I don't oh, know oceans. Okay, Mister Smart. Well, look, we've proven look, that point. Look who knows everything about oceanography over here, Wally. Yeah. <laughs> I claim my expertise is continental. <laughs> So you shouldn't have gone for oceans. You would have stayed looking smart. That's I know. I tried to get you guys to Speaking shine Speaking of water. Yeah. Aquafina crushing it in the year 2054. <laughs> That's true. Aquafina is still a, a notable brand in 2054. I was, I, I was assuming that the Nestle Corporation, which maybe they own Aquafina. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I think they, they want to own water, if I've heard correctly, yes. right? Th- that's where I was going with this. The, the CEO of Nestle said that it's uh, um, an extreme position to hold that everybody should just be able to have access to water for free <laughs> and, well, that it, a, yeah. and it should be controlled and sold and that nestle should own all of the, the world's water supply it's not surprising to me that and somebody would say they're that. already turning it off in california that's like the warning shot yeah like, like it's like lex luthor yes it's exactly like lex luthor and going back to comics on that note so I was watching this, and I saw the would-be Iron Man, Tom Cruise, and he's interacting with Bullseye and Dum Dum Dugan and the man who would be the leader if Marvel Studios ever got back to Hulk's characters. Well, I know that Colin Farrell played Bullseye. Yeah, the yeah though that doesn't movie. count in the current Marvel continuity, but it was still a Marvel comic I hero I believe movie. it's everybody's favorite portrayal of Daredevil. Absolutely. The Elektra was spot on. That's what everyone. Perfect. That's what everyone. All the people are. They love it. Excited about that movie still. Yeah, they're still talking about it because they're showing it on Netflix. I think. 
Yeah, and people just like, finally got the right to show that. They're movie. just like watching it over and over again, as yeah. far as I know, for like thirteen hours. Binge watching. Yeah, you know, you know yeah. why? You know why? It's because they announced that Ben Affleck is going to play Batman. So yeah, you got to see Daredevil. the history of That's his right. superhero. Exactly. Yeah. Is Dum Dum Duggan the guy with the with the very blue eyes and the white and the blonde hair in this movie? Yeah, yeah he's like his buddy cop. Yeah. Neil, is it Macdonald? I don't or know. Macdonald. One of he's the, the pre-crime police. I know he's in the terrible sci-fi retelling of Wizard of Oz with. Uh, Zoe Deschanel called Tin Man. Oh, it's rough, rough waters. Speaking you ever of, see those things? Speaking, speaking of, of waters, waters <laughs> also crushing it in the future on the television programming side of things. The TV show Cops, That's right? Still running. Cops is still on the air now. Is it running now? I don't know. It might be on True TV or something. I don't know. I've never. I've, I don't think I've ever seen a full episode of Cops. And when the TV is turned on, it coincidentally happens to be the theme song and showing him. His face spinning. Yeah, they have not, not updated. Just in the middle They're still of using it. that classic song. It's cl- Listen, fifty you, years from now, what would you? What would you change it to? I, I'm not saying it needs to be changed. I'm saying they're still using it. As far as I know, when he starts using his screen thing, he puts classical music on. So it stands to reason there'd be classical music and bad boys, bad boys. It's, what you're gonna do? It's nice to know that Abraham Lincoln is still relevant in uh, 2054. When did he come in, up? In the, in the beginning, the first murder. Oh, he shows up to stop the first murder. Abraham Lincoln? Yeah, right? So you're saying before well, he was a vampire hunter, he was a pre-crime guy? Well, I think he's, as a vampire hunter, he, that, eventually, that career eventually dovetailed into pre-crime. How about Abraham Lincoln versus the vampire Lestat? Let's get on that movie. I would see that movie. No, but yeah, there's like some presentation for the, that, that cheating couple. That they're cutting out eye holes in a Lincoln mask. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Because the kid is doing a report on Lincoln. Oh. That's yeah, right. so it's good that people still, you know, keep up with their history, even, you know, as it's further down the now, line. Now, you're referring to a scene in the beginning, the first scene where we see how pre-crime works. Yeah. They predict that this jealous husband is going to kill his cheating wife in a fit of... Uh, Jealous rage? Jealous, jealous rage. Ooh, uh, words. What do they call them? A uh, 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 Crime of passion? Crime of passion. Yeah, kind of passion. Prime of passion. Yeah, that's exactly. when a that's when a Prussian person has passion. It's not premeditated, so it's kind of a last second like alarm. Yeah, crime of passion. That's in the okay. passion. Yeah, so passion. Tom Cruise puts on Turn his glove. He zooms passion. in. He zooms out. He zooms in. He zooms out. He speeds it up. He reverses. He speeds up. He reverses. He fast forwards. He reverses. He slows it down. He zooms in. All of these things that he can do with that glove, right? Yeah. Okay. Looking for clues. Yeah. Where is this happening? They only have the name of the murderer and the victim. That's not enough to figure out that they live together at the same address and just go there first. He's searching all over these pre-crime images for clues. It's a little overcomplicated. They they get there. They're standing in front of the place. They are in front of the place. Was the door open? Was it not open? The door open. They never say... What's the address of this guy, right, by the I way? Like, I feel like we're, we're throwing out a lot of complaints, but we're not throwing out any solutions. So let's get into cruise control. This is a story about control. I'm cruise. And this time I'm going to do it my way. This is cruise control, fellas. Wally, let me bring you up to speed. This is where we are put in control of the movie, and we determine what we would change. Okay, gotcha. So, Chris, you were firing on all cylinders. You're in cruise control. Okay, so 
That ball of wood comes down and says this jealous husband guy is going to kill his wife. They have their names. I would then say take those names, that information, punch it into their computers, and see if it comes up with some sort of an address for their location. And maybe they get there a little bit faster. Or at least explain why they might not be able to figure out where they live. Greg, I, I don't mean to undercut your control. But I'm pretty sure that actually happens. And they go, they've moved. They must have moved. <laughs> and then they don't know how to get there. <laughs> Am I correct? Wally, do you remember that? What was that part? That when they look up the address for the jealous husband, they find out that they've moved. There's no way to know. And that's why they run into the, like, in the, the scramble. Future, in the future, there's no way to keep track of information like right. that. I get it. Okay. I, I don't remember that part I, You know what? I retract my cruise control moment. I have to look for something else I would want to change because what they did seemed to have gone <laughs> seamlessly perfect. All right. Uh, do you have something, Wally, or should I go? Uh, I think you go. Okay. So I would change... There are a couple of moments in this movie where they're going for jokes and they they land so hard. So the first one, the most obvious they land one land hard or they don't land. Like they, they don't land. Like they just like just they turf out to use an expression. They of, thump. To to use a Tom Sharpling expression. The 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 person who probably brought us all together, oh, but not all yeah. of us. But, uh these jokes turf out. The first one being the eye doctor's eye puns. Oh, Arnold. my goodness. I was watching that. I'm like, well, I think Arnold Schwarzenegger called. He wants his subtlety back. <laughs> yeah, those were just... Yeah, when he's like, rough. he's like, uh, hey, can you give me some new eyes? And he goes, uh, the eyes I have don't know. Yeah. So there's uh, that. And then... Was that one of them? Really? No. No, but he definitely says the eyes have it. it yeah. And or, then the other... Like, keep an eye out or something. Yeah, like. yeah. The other sort of jokey thing that I was like... I was watching, just thinking like, this is... They can't... This can't be... on. Like it's clearly on purpose is when they when the cops first engage with John Anderton in his first run, and it's like Keystone cops like he's falling off the ladder, they're like climbing up the building, and they're flipping around in the jetpacks. Like it just got silly. I was like, is, is Spielberg just trying to remake modern times? Like uh, suddenly he's making a Charlie Chaplin movie. So I'd get rid of all this stuff where they were trying to be funny and just make this movie uh, like make them if they're going to be humor, make it more organic and not. That has inspired a new Top Tom for me. Hold it. We're not... Oh, wait. Should we go into Top Toms right now? No, no, no. I'm sorry. Not Top Tom. Cruise Control. Okay. Whew. False alarm. False alarm, folks. Wally, are you ready or should we go to Chris I'm for thinking, his... I'm just trying to bounce off what you're saying where you, you know, jokes and stuff. At one point, he has like a cereal box and there's an animation on it. <laughs> yeah, he flings it across the room. Yeah, there's no other way to shut it off. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the only way to handle it. Throw it across the room. <laughs> and back to the eyeballs too something I noticed um, at one point like they're slammed down on like the guy's organ or something where they're where, where, the guy who's who's watching the prisoners maybe Tim Blake Nelson who you know he was uh, like I said he would be the leader if Marvel ever followed up on that yeah, uh, he's an old brother where art thou which you yep. brought up earlier yep yep um, it's like they put the, his eyeball that shows that that's how he still got in uh, two things on that. One, when they slam it on the organ, it's not slammed at all, and you could see that the keys are not being pressed down, but for dramatic effect, you hear dong, but the keys are not being pressed. It doesn't have the weight to, to this little eyeball. And also, if they're on this manhunt for him, and you know they don't want him having access to these uh, pre-crime materials, wouldn't they have revoked his <laughs> eye privileges? You think 
Also, you reminded me of the other jokey part is when he first gets the eyeballs out of his baggie and he drops them and they're rolling away. Yeah, they, got, like, so, they got real some roll on them. They go all the way down the hallway. Yeah, he's like able he to grab a, the one. By I, its, I, had the, I had the same thought, but I think that was on a, actually a pretty steep incline. That's the only reason it still why it could, silly. Be, could be It was silly. Oh, man, I just forgot something I was going to say. All right. Wally, were you, were you on a run? Did I just interrupt you? No, no. I think, you know, I like the bouncing uh, off each other thing. All right. Any other cruise controls yeah, yeah, before yeah. we leave? Okay. No, no. Just, uh, the, okay. The, so the whole scene where he he's, he needs a new pair of eyes, and then he finds out, oh, th- this is a guy that I arrested or put in jail, and he escaped, and now he's like, this is his chance for vengeance on me. He's used to throwing all those puns around. Yeah. He's, he's, he shot him up with the, the, uh, the, the, the anesthetic like yeah. right away he's and there's no reason why that why did this guy not just kill tom cruise right there i don't know because he's making jokes and he has to make sure that he eats the the moldy sandwich yeah another joke <laughs> that like he has he drinks well, well he, he drinks the wrong thing he yeah. eats the wrong sandwich stupid man <laughs> just dumb. It's just for the audience to go oh yeah no no not that one no no oh. it's not a bad movie there's just some goofy stuff in it I, okay so then i if i were in control I would have had this guy be an old friend of Tom Cruise's, <laughs> some acquaintance that he trusted, and not throw that curveball of, yeah, oh, did, this it, is like one of his enemies, it didn't and go he anywhere. still does exactly what he wants him to You're do You're like anyway. weary of him, like, uh-oh, what's going to happen now? And he's just like, okay, here, this goes to your left, this goes to your right. I mean, maybe that's D- the point. Don't just, open your eyes. I'm going to tell you everything you need to do. I'm going to take care I of you. I should just be playing yakety sax the entire time <laughs> of this movie. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. All right. You got anything else, Wally? I think I'm good. All right. That's cruise control. We've done the negative. Shall we do the positive? Top Toms. Why not? Top. Tom. Top. Toms. So this you is like Top new, Toms. You like the new lyrics I wrote? That was a pretty good remix. Thanks. Pretty good remix. Uh, top Toms. Who wants to start? I started Cruise Control, so who's starting Top Toms? Don't all jump at once. <sighs> well, okay. Sharpling. Can... Tom Sharpling's one of my Top hey, Toms. Hey, come on now. Wait, what's Top Toms? Top Toms is your favorite Tom Cruise component moment line. Component oh. moment. I like that. Hey, I come up with things sometimes. Well, we could maybe We could expand... Top Toms to include who's your favorite Tom of all time. I think that's for... That's I what it guess. sounds like it is, but no. But that's like... Come on. I mean, come on. All right. Clearly, the answer is always Tom Cruise. On this show... You mean Thomas Cruise Mal Hopper the fourth or whatever it is? Mal Hopper. What about... Listen to this. Listen to this puppet. Mal Hopper? He hops Thomas, over the mail. Thomas Cruise Maypother the oh, fourth. Oh, Maypother. I said fourth. Maypother, male hopper. <laughs> you just flip a few of those letters around. It's all the same. Back and forth. Top Toms. I like uh, one of the scenes, I think, for my Top Toms. Something Wally mentioned during the trailer. Tom hopping from car to car on the side of the building like a Mario Brothers video game. Solid Top Tom. You got anything, Wally? Um, You go first. I'll go? All right. My top Tom is not a moment per se, but it's a component. 
And I like that in this movie, Tom Cruise plays a guy who is a drug addict. He's normally, everybody accuses Tom Cruise of always playing like, oh, he's always playing this like perfect whatever. He's playing a guy who's really like deeply flawed, huffing on those weird canisters. I can't count the number of times I've heard people complain that Tom Cruise plays a guy who's not on drugs. Here he comes out, I'm on drugs. Yeah. I'm like, good. It's about time. Dis- like All the haters being like, why won't he ever play a drug addict? Why won't he ever play a drug addict? Yeah. <laughs> why won't he ever play a drug addict? <laughs> now he played a drug at now and he, everybody's and he like plays, he plays huh. a very interesting yeah complex drug at he's pretty good at playing a drug at i also want to point out for everybody paying attention tom cruise does appear shirtless in this movie it's in a flashback when he's in the pool with his son before the son goes missing i just think it's important for people to know this is another movie where he is shirtless thank you you're welcome <laughs> Wally, what do you got? Top Toms. I don't know if it's something that he did or anything. Could I just have a moment I like in the movie disconnected from him? Because I'm having a hard time here. Let's see. Let's see what you got. Having a hard Tom here. Oh. That's that's good. That's good. (laughs) Well, at one point, I think he's saying it. It might be him saying it himself in the third person. The guy who takes care of the precogs. What's his name? Oh, I can't think of his name, but he looks a little bit like a mix between... His Lee Pace? His name. And I know his name. Okay, what's his name? His name is Wally. Is in, that right? Yes. Indeed. And he, I think... Well, well, this seems like it's a biased opinion. <laughs> when he... I think it's maybe when they get her back or when he's plugging them back in for something. And, and he almost tries to make out with her, but then he doesn't. I don't remember that part. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it might be him who says, it's okay, Wally's here. I wrote down that quote in my notes. Because basically that, <laughs> that applies. It's okay. Wally's here so you know something no you know it's okay when Wally's here I felt like that guy looked like a mix between the actor Lee Pace and I'm blanking on his name he's on Saturday Night Live right now Kyle Mooney yeah Kyle Mooney <laughs> I can see it right for a second I'm like is that Lee Pace I'm like well no it's not but he does look like a mix between Lee and speaking of Saturday Night Live Wally on the weekly on Twitter you watch and live tweet Saturday Night Live. This is not Saturday Night Live control. It is not Saturday Night Live control, but I feel like it's worth the it's worth the digression. <laughs> Look, you're putting the spotlight on me. Let's keep it on Mr. Mayhopper. <laughs> Mr. Mayhopper. <laughs> <laughs> May bother. Mayhopper is it's like a uh, a grandparent of Kermit the Frog. Get it, Hopper? Get yeah. it, everybody. Yeah, we get it. March, April, June. Hop right over me. Right. James Brown. James Brown. Top Toms. That's Top Toms, everybody. That's Top Toms, everybody. Nice work. All right. You don't want to talk about your SNL recapping? Eh, not much. Well, it's not even recapping. I, I live tweeted. Yeah. You're, no. you're, you're sometimes vicious. I don't know if I'm that vicious. I go, oh, this, some- this thing stinks. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Not funny. And then I give credit where credit's due. You that do. was hilarious. I like it. I try to come up with a funny line if I can about it. And, you know, whatever. People live tweet things. Do you feel anyone... attached to the community on there? I try to make... Tw- you, I, I'm not on Twitter that much. These I've days. seen Kermit on Saturday Night Live before. He's been on there. The Muppets, not those Muppets, but a set of Muppets were on from the very first episode with George Carlin. Has anyone from SNL reached out to you, Wally? No. Huh. You want them to? I mean, uh, maybe it would like, be... Like, wouldn't you want to go to, like, the after party or something? Maybe that would be cool. Sure. 
Yeah. Uh, Wally, I'd like to see you on a weekend update segment. That'd be cool. You come in and give your opinion on something. That'd be unprecedented. unprecedented. It'd be be unprecedented. You could come on as the unprecedented. Yeah. I'm Wally Wackerman, the unprecedented. I don't know what an unprecedented does. Is that just everyone else in the country? (laughs) I don't know. I'd vote for the unprecedented. Yeah, Kermit's been on there. Big Bird's been on there. I think the unprecedented would be like an unbirthday. So anytime the president is not the president, the yeah. unprecedented is. Yeah, so that means everyone else in this country who is not currently, in, is this, in this case, Barack Obama, we're all unprecedented. Yeah, this is pretty good. Very, bit. very un... Well, okay, can I... Well, you're using copyrighted music. I'm just wondering, Wait, can what? I sing on it? Or Wait, what? what are the rules Greg, about that Greg, with podcasting? stop using all the copyrighted music. What copyrighted music? It's I, all parody. Everything's a parody. That's right. Oh, I came up with a parody song. Let's hear it. All right. To the to the tune of all about the bass, uh huh. It's called "I'm all about complaints." I'm all about complaints. About complaints. No. What's what's, what's the, the word? What's, what's in your version? What what takes? I over? wanted to see if you'd come up with something. Oh. But my you're, version you're was Chris. Write your song. For my you? version was no pleasure. It's all about complaints. Is is that what this episode of uh, cruising has been? I feel like I've been, particularly personally, I've been rather harsh with this movie. I'm surprised as many people like it as they do. I think people as are, they do. I think it's like a bird being attracted to a mirror, or, or a is shiny it like thing. a plane, or something, or a Superman. <laughs> but all the da, shiny da, da, things. Oh wait, that's more of uh, copyrighted music. John Williams. <laughs> the Who shiny did the score for this movie. That John true. Williams is going to be coming after us after this one drops. The shiny things and like the the cool futuristic stuff distracts people from the possibly overcomplicated plot hole movie that you're watching maybe how about that targeted advertising uh huh that came true yeah i didn't like that that made me uncomfortable in my eyeballs <laughs> and speaking of uncomfortable you know you know they specifically for him when he's got the other eyeballs they had to choose a more out there name so he has a japanese name because <laughs> if it was just like how are you today mr smith viewers wouldn't know that they're talking to him and it's a funny joke i feel like they should have just made this joke a ridiculous comedy it would have been great He's got some Japanese guys. The eyeball. joke or the movie? The, the movie, movie should have just been, been a straight comedy. They're, they tried so many times with jokes. He's got Japanese guys' eyes. His eyes are falling on the floor, and he's running after them. Blah, <laughs> they blah, should blah, just blah. make it. The eyes have it. He's framed and, for and, murder. And the, the pre-crime yeah. thing is a small subplot, but it's it's really the story of a man who needs to replace his eyes. Yeah, he's framed and for murder. All the jokes that ensue. It's hilarious when he's framed for that murder. The whole exchange where he's talking to Leo Crow. He's like, he's like, wait, you didn't kill my kid? He's like, no. Aren't you going to kill me? No, I'm not going to kill you. I was just going to arrest you. He's like, no, they told me you're going to kill me. I'm not going to kill you. Get it? Thank you. We'll see you all again. Sleep tight. <laughs>